0: Okay, everyone, welcome to Better. I'm your host, Julie Duffy, and my typical co-host, Dr. John Duffy, is not here today. But I have a special surprise guest, and this episode of Better is going to be called Coffee with Cheryl. (laughs) Clink! Welcome, Shirley Shaw, my mom. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, we're sitting at your dining room table, (laughs) and um, mom's laughing right now. So, I want you to know a little bit about mom, about Cheryl. So, I'll say some things, and you can say some things. Um, My mom is super involved. She's, can I say your age? Sure. (laughs) She's 85, going on 62. Uh, She is a tap dancer. And then my parents are dancers. Yes, so she just scoffed at that. But you, did you not just do a tap routine in the senior show? Yes, I, I did. <laughs> See? Um, my mom and dad are big ballroom dancers. Um, we were just talking about last night how my dad kind of gets possessed, and um, he is an amazing dancer. My mom's like, dude, be careful. We might fall. <laughs> um, what else, Mom. Oh,
1: well, together we um, have a couples group that gets together and reads plays. Oh, that's uh, right. Six times a year, and they are also excellent cooks, so it's kind of our gourmet play-reading group. Oh, that's super cool. Um, And we're also in another couples dinner group, gourmet, although over the years it gets less (laughs) gourmet-ish. but oh, um, well, I you know I like to play bridge. I like to read, so I'm in a couple of book clubs, and I try to um, get involved in church activities. And we love movies.
0: Yeah. So and, and you plays guys, and theater. Right. And, you guys go to the theater all the time. You go to the symphony. You have opera yeah, seasons tickets. Uh-huh. You're in opera guild. University Women's Club. Oh, you read to the blind? You record the newspaper? When I can. For the blind? When I can. I'm a substitute now. Oh, she's just a substitute for that. <laughs> so the upshot is you are healthy, super involved in a lot of activities, very active, and you've just moved into this retirement community. Yes. This <laughs> last April. hmm So tell us about that. Well, um, we thought... Um,
1: Your dad has some health issues a while back and it alerted us to the fact that we're not getting younger uh, and we don't know what's ahead of us. And while we feel that we could still live independently, um, it's kind of comforting to know we're in a place that will take care of us, um, has facilities to take care of us uh, for the rest of our lives. Um, so th- that's where we are. And yes, it's, it's an adjustment, but so, you know, it's a, the mindset is, this is where we belong at this stage of our life, despite the fact that we're still very active. And, and I, I do want to say, um, I am blessed with energy. Everybody isn't blessed with that much energy. We, um, and we've been blessed with good health all these 63 years, well, all of our lives. Um, but as we grew older, uh, we tried to maintain what strength we had, what energy we had by going to the gym every day. And now it's just as natural for us to do that as it is having our morning cup of joe. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and we miss it when we don't get there. And sometimes we get a little lazy and think, oh, maybe I'll sleep in. And the other one says, no, get up. You can, We can do it. And That's that kind good. of happened
0: this morning, actually. Oh, really? Who was the one that wanted to stay in bed?
1: Uh, well, first I did, and then your dad said, why the heck are we going to the gym today? And I said, well, I guess we don't have to. And pretty soon <laughs> he's up getting dressed, and I'm up getting dressed, and
0: off we went. Yeah, no, and, and I, I came in here, so I'm staying in this guest suite down the hall, so I came in, and no one was here. Nobody was here to <laughs> greet her. But, um, no, so we were talking about, you know, you, you've had to kind of coach me through this whole move, because, you know, I don't see you as someone who is ready to be in a place like this. Like, when we came to look at it before you moved in, I felt like you were coming in here to, you know, bring joy and light and visit some of your old friends older friends (laughs) that's what it felt like to me it didn't feel like a place where you might live but i you know and and you have been very patient with me (laughs) i talked you out of it the first time so here you are and we were talking last night about how you might inject some of your energy into this place energy isn't growing here you are walking by people every day that are, you know, playing rummy cube. And that's, you know, that there's a lot more <laughs> that could be happening. And you kind of see people uh, acquiesce to that level of inactivity. And, you know, we were just talking about how you might bring some new juice to the place.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's a te- temptation. It is a temptation. Uh, you know, like most people, I... See everything from my own perspective, and I. But I have to be careful because for some people, that is all they can do. You know, um, the age range here is from eighty to one hundred and one. Eighty is the is it young? Yeah. And eighty is the young end. Where Seriously? We live. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and. Um, Well, I take that back. There is a couple here who are in their 70s. And unfortunately, both of them, he has memory issues and physical issues, and she has Alzheimer's. And it's, you know, it's, if I ever want to feel grateful for who we are and what we have going for us, it's when I see them, because it's just too soon. It's too, um, they're too young to have to be confronted with that. But um, what Julie said about our activity director, I do believe there is more that could engender some energy and some spirit than what our current activity director is doing. Um, And how to do that without really
0: hurting her feelings. Um, So you brought to her a list of all the things going on in Ames that are free or are inexpensive. really inexpensive. And there are a lot, a lot of uh,
1: options, yeah, with theater and music and lectures and, um, well, a university town um, is um, offers a lot. We have a college for seniors here. Um,
0: Which is year. just, you can take classes. Right. now.
1: The issue one of the big issues here is transportation. They do not offer transportation in the same way that the other retirement communities do. Uh, the other retirement comu- communities have built into their pay, into their um, fee schedules, uh, the bus. And um, Northridge Village has not done that. And so, uh, I'm trying to figure out how we can convince them to do it, even if it means charging a little more. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of things that, peripherally, I have to realize, um, might be preventing that from happening, because for some people, I think they are living on the edge of their income.
0: Right. Or their savings, or whatever.
1: that just paying the monthly rent, and this is a place where you just pay rent. You have a year's lease, and if you
0: don't like it, you can leave after a year. In Ames, everyone moves into one of these places. Everyone you know, it's just which one, and some of them you buy into. Um, you know, some of them you just ab- you buy your unit and and pay fees. You chose this place because you didn't want to get. That financially involved. You wanted just the freedom, just to pay rent and um, not tie up right. a ton of money. Right. So I totally get that. So we were talking about, you know, again, like how you can bring the life that you have into this place. And and I can't imagine that there you wouldn't have some takers. And you you mentioned um, another thing; they really don't have any kind of a welcoming program. So to me, I mean, this is my first experience with this as a daughter. And, um, you know, I'm frustrated with the fact that the food is kind of blah. The meal might be the brightest part of somebody's day. There's no excuse for frozen, you know, for frozen when you can have fresh, for blah chicken when it could be tasty. The activities. I mean, how many people would love the job of being an activities director? It's not that hard. Find fun things and and transport those that are interested you know and you know yeah. keep them moving keep them going yeah
1: um yeah, yeah, all of that is kind of a mystery to me as well but you know as i said uh, everything costs money um other this is the only or retirement community that offers meals as part of their rent okay um the other ones, you are independent, and uh, you buy your own meals, but occasionally, they'll have a nice dinner, or occasionally, or one one organization, um, you have to spend so much on food.
0: Like, kind of like a country club.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like
1: a country club, and so you you're in charge of your basic three meals a day, but they'll have a chef's choice, um, l- like a $25 a plate dinner oh, nice. every so often. Uh, but they don't have the day-to-day thing except for the assisted living people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think that makes a whole whole lot of difference. So they have the illusion that the food down there is better at Green Hills than it is at Northcrest on uh, Northridge but that's because their whole food service thing is different I get it I totally get it yeah yeah um cooking cooking con- for congregate meals is um is dead in the water is in terms of hope for change <laughs> oh, yeah 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 I, I think it is um they could they maybe have that special meal every so and so often um but I've kind of given up on that. I have a cho- you have a choice here. Uh, I couldn't, I could just go back to cooking my own three meals a day. But you know what? I'm glad not to have to cook as much as I loved to cook in the past. It's done. It's, okay. It's over, and I uh, and your dad doesn't complain. Oh, well, you know, every once in a while. He, Oh, and this food is tasteless, but he eats it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and and then I'll, I'll cook something. Like last night, I cooked a lamb roast. And yeah, it was great. Yeah. So um, when we get really starved for our own food,
0: or our yeah, you have a kitchen. You have a, so yeah. So you yeah, guys are in like a, totally yeah, independent right. living. It's brand yep. new. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, well, so we so I I just kind of glossed over this, but you know, one thing you were talking about that I think is so important is um, that again, there's no not really any kind of a welcoming system here right so you were talking about John is his name from California, so this man moved here from California to be closer to his daughters he lost his wife and he's so lost and really down and there's no there should there's no welcome there's there should be every time someone moves in they should have a happy hour and have everyone come meet them right right and there's nothing like that and you realized. After he'd been here a couple months, you know, you sat with him and you know started talking to him,
1: and he was very thankful. He always thanks us
0: for being caring about him. He always does that. You said you did, first you considered not taking the meals in the dining room, and then you said, "Well, I don't want to seem like we're not like we're snobs, like we don't want to get involved in the community." But then you said it was funny because everyone already has their table no one was welcoming you to come and sit at their table everyone's got their seats already it's like it reminds you of high school right exactly it's like, oh everyone's already got their groups yeah everyone's got their rummy cube group everyone's yeah. got their Clicks. you know Clicks. table everyone's got their coffee clutch and so that's super fascinating and there's some things i think you
1: just not encouraging maybe <laughs> you, you don't some, some things you just don't um that follow you through life patterns of social sociability follow you through life, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, I, uh, you know, I, I made note of that right at the beginning, um, to the point where I, one time I got down to breakfast and for some reason, your dad was not going to join me that day. And so I walked up to the table, the, the, the the women's table, and I actually said, "Is am I taking someone's place here?" There was a chair empty. Am I taking someone's place? And one of the women said, "Well, there are no places. You know, they're doing this, and they don't even realize well, that's a good what point. it looks like to somebody new coming in."
0: Um, so, so that would be a good. You know, I think that would be a super productive place to maybe put your energy is is to start this welcoming thing and i was saying you, sh- you could ha- host the first happy hour everybody bring a bottle of wine and an appetizer we're going to welcome jenny and joe right yeah. and they just moved in and then maybe so it doesn't have to be something the activities director does or doesn't do right. you guys as residents just start it up and we, then we we did um there is
1: a welcoming committee but it doesn't go far enough. You know, it might go up the first day they move in and somebody says, welcome. But n- not navigating, helping them navigate through, um, you know, what do I do if I'm late for breakfast? Oh, you had a great idea for that. Oh, buddies. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> so we have this committee and... Um, uh, we haven't had a lot of turnover, but it happens. And, um, and John was a case in point. Um, he just had so many questions. They hand you a handbook. But, you know, um, people don't look at those handbooks. I, ha- I don't uh, like a handbook. Un- un- unfortunately, it would mean a lot more. That's written on a page. They don't even know where they are, you know, in, in the place. And um, a handbook at that point means nothing. Well, so, it's not very warm and fuzzy. No, no, <laughs> it isn't. And then they come into the dining room, and they're supposed to read these name tags on people that you can't see. No, without... I said,
0: Yeah, you should see the name tags. They're ridiculous. They're gold metal with black print, yeah. tiny black print. So they reflect light and cover the
1: name. Um so, you know, there are things like that. And, um, I, you know, it's, again, I don't want to seem like I, I know it all. I don't, because we do have a one person who does see herself
0: as the leader. Oh, you mean a resident? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, tell me about that. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, she's a very strong-willed person and um, she's keeping all of us in name tags. <laughs> oh, that's her thing—the name tag her. thing. Okay, so so where's your name tag? She always points to me, me, because I'm probably the only one who forgets constantly to wear it. Um, but you know, it's just subtle little things that so people just don't feel like they're floundering because there's nothing lonelier than walking. At our age, especially, um, with all of our incapacities as aging people, then having to strut that in front of people—right? You know, there—it's not. Um, do you know what I'm saying? You, you, so you come in with
0: your uh, baggage, yeah, your aging baggage. It, yeah. Um, and, and some of it's more obvious than
1: others. Right. And then have to understand what's going on. Um, what, what happens if you can't make it for a meal? How do you get your meal anyway? Uh, how, do you, um, how do you get into a rummy cube
0: group if, if the table's full, right. already full? Right. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, and probably never, they never were, they're not comfortable uh, speaking up for themselves. Well, the other thing about this place is there's a lot of people that aren't from Ames, which I never even thought about. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, well, that was the, my purpose in making that list. I made them for our activity director to type up and pass yeah, out. Yeah. But she hasn't. To, no. No,
0: and I don't quite understand. Can why. you do that and just put them under everyone's door?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I could do that. It, I it's will. kind of fascinating to see all these issues that apply to us all through life occur here the fact that a lot of times we think we're the only ones everyone else already has their group everyone else has it going on everyone else has it figured out and we sit in this space of thinking we don't know what we're doing but we're the only ones and we stay there so long and you know to my thinking to whatever degree you can interrupt that feeling in someone here someone else here someone new here yeah. you'll be doing it for yourself too well
1: you know we just feel that we've been so blessed to again just reiterate what I said at the beginning that we have been blessed with good health and energy yeah you have a ton of energy <laughs> well it's it's dwindling honey <laughs> believe it or not it's you know what they say about the old gray mare um, but um, I think we do pretty well for our age, and, and we want to continue that way. Um, and, but we want to be sensitive to people who, uh, who are dealing with, you know, difficult, a lot of difficult things about aging that, um, uh, and, and, you know, and the, the lo- loneliness is probably, overrides everything. I
0: think. Yeah, so you talked you told a little story about um this woman who moved here just she kept her house and just moved in here since it's a rental on a trial basis. And she's a big Iowa State fan and so she came out game morning with her sweatshirt on, you know, looking for action. Th- looking for action, thinking that everyone was going to have an Iowa State sweatshirt on and there was going to be some kind of a get together and she was like, "Whoa, no one's no one cares, nothing's happening." And that's you know that's pretty telling mm-hmm. um, yeah you know and then you you said you had some people over to watch the game and you wish you would have invited her up i know that's you know good old hindsight uh,
1: i should have just said come on down
0: i think that's a great idea for you to just start something just get something started socially just get that thing going and and see who you know jumps on the bandwagon hey yeah, everybody no, i'm I hosting can. a Happy Hour for, like I said, you know, yeah. Sue and John that just moved from Osceola or whatever, um, yeah. come meet them, and then you maybe say, "Hey, who wants to host the next welcome happy hour?" you know Or if nobody does, and if everyone brings something, maybe that's just your I thing. Just, uh, just, You've always loved to entertain, your place is beautiful. Um, you know, do it. That, I think, will make living here better.
1: For everyone, <laughs> <laughs> I will give that some serious consideration. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, Mom. Yeah, um, this thanks has been for fun. Me.
0: Cheers. <laughs>